by my co-host Brian Leversey today. He is on his way back from Israel. We didn't get invited, gentlemen, but um, we will uh, we'll get over it. You're listening to the only show in America where you'll experience a fusion of church and state, and we will have vigorous, robust discussion of culture, history, current events from a biblical perspective, as we always do. Voice of Truth radio show every Thursday at 5 p.m., Saturdays at 3 p.m., and we podcast at Voice of Truth with Mike Azinger. And in the studio today, because Pastor Leversey is on his way back from Israel, is uh, our A-team, Mark Dowler, with his um, chip off the old block, and he is that, Timothy Dowler. So Tim produces our show and is an employee at Fellowship Baptist Church, where we record. So thanks for coming in, guys. Mm-hmm. Good to be here. Yeah, so we will rock and roll. Can you say rock and roll on a Christian radio station? I think you just did. <laughs> we, 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 well, we might have to bleep that out. Okay, bleep it out. Yeah. We don't want uh, we don't want to cause problems. So Pastor will be saying, okay, I go to Israel, and you talk about rock and roll on the, uh, on the radio show. So that's not good. So I'll get a cut and pay because I'm going to blame you guys. Um. So, on the show today, we got uh, we got some some fascinating stuff as always. But before we get to it, let's uh, mention that we're having a shareathon here at Praise FM one hundred three point nine, and that starts when Tim Dell. That is going to start next Monday, um, October third, and it's going to run until until Friday. Okay, so the whole week, yes. next week. Yes. Um, and those those hours will be, I mean, you'll be on the air. It'll kind of be live mm-hmm. slash uh, your regu- the regular shows slash live stuff. Is that well, right? Well, uh, well we're, we are going to be doing some special programming throughout the week. Um, Chris Truman and I are planning on being live every day from uh, 1 to 3. Uh-oh. Yeah. Mark Dowler, what should we do about that? Uh, we uh, you should can, listen. Uh, you can probably donate some money. That might help. Oh, that'll be uh, that'll be uncharacteristic of me to that's, be doing yeah. anything giving. Well, that's so that's true. great. So you and you and Chris Truman will be yep. on from one to three, mm-hmm. and um, we're gonna have well, we'll have some interviews to play throughout the week, and um, we good. yeah, we're gonna have different people on the air. So so I actually do give a little uh, check every year, um, because obviously I had a Christian radio show in. Indiana, we we did shareathons, and I understand mm-hmm. you got to you got to raise money to uh, to keep Christian radio on. Mm-hmm. And if we need Christian radio and the voice of Christian radio, um, if we ever need it, we need it now. Oh yes. And uh, I mean, look, shows like this show, the Voice of Truth Radio Show, where we just talk about uh, things that are happening in the culture and, and give a, a biblical perspective and point of view on it. 
um, that's that's essential. And not that we're anything great, but we talk about um, we talk about the Bible uh, in terms of the center being the center of, of everything that goes on. You have to have a biblical worldview, and that's that is that is our problem in America today. That we've we've gotten rid of God. We've gotten rid of Scripture. We've gotten rid of uh, the truth of God's word, and and we're we're flying by the seat of our pants, and and uh, just making up making it up as we go, and uh, you have uh, you end up having drag queen story hours like we had in Wood County uh, last week at mm. the Shriners. They had a drag queen story hour. Kids are there, and um, there's well anyway. Yeah. I, we'll do a whole show on. On the type of books at the Wood County Library, uh, pornography books at this library, and and these are un- unheard of things. So, what's that have to do with the Christian Radio? Christian Radio puts the truth on the airwaves, mm-hmm. and uh, so we'll look forward to you and Chris Truman yeah. next week. Yeah, um, I mean, like um, Praise FM is on the radio. We are on the air twenty four seven. Yeah, and you know, and that means teaching. In pre- there, there's always teaching and preaching or music out there that anyone can listen to at any time. Yes. And, and you know, it's when – and when pe- I don't know how many people I've heard of where they were – they were just – they were searching one night and they came across our station and wow. they got saved. Really? Yeah. So we need those stories. That's, that's, those are stories that – Yes. That we should keep a file on. Oh, but, yeah. uh, I, I Look, I, I work in retail. You know, I, we have a, some, a couple storage facilities. And um, I had, a, I had a, a guy come in last week. And uh, let's see. He said, uh, so, I, so I gave him my card. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm running for your election. I gave him my card. He said, are you Mike Kazinger? I said, uh, huh? yeah. He said, hey, I listened to you on the radio. I thought he was going to say, oh, yeah, I voted for you. No, he said, I listened to you on the radio. And he said, I have I have uh, Praise FM on all day. He listens mm-hmm. to it all day long. He named all the shows, and and, uh, and that that's not an unusual thing to happen. Uh, no, That it's happens not. Uh, yeah. a lot. So, anyway, share a thought next week. Get that checkbook ready. Write, write a check to... Uh, to Praise FM, who do they make the check out to? I guess you'll do all that with yeah. the phone number and everything next mm-hmm. week, starting Monday. And uh, we'll also, uh, Pastor Leversey, who's usually in the studio with me, will be back. Uh, we're recording on Wednesday. Today's what, 28th. He'll be back Thursday, uh, or Friday, Thursday, tomorrow, mm-hmm. 29th. And so he'll be, he'll be in here, I'm sure, yes. throughout the week. And also on our show next week, we've got a great guest, Bill Federer, who is a champion of of uh, our Christian history. He's like David Barton, Stephen McDowell, and I've uh, I've read a number of his books. When I had my show in Indiana, I had him on my radio show uh, twice, maybe three times. He's always very gracious, and he just is excellent. So I saw him at a uh, I saw him at a uh, Christian convention for legislators I was at in on in Branson on June 24. The day Roe v. Wade came down and was overturned that same day, I was uh, at a convention with him. And I said, hey, come back on the show with me. 
and he's uh, he's revved and ready to go. We're going to give away a couple of his books autographed. Uh, so tune in for that, and we'll have uh, two or three books that we can give away uh, from Bill Federer, if, and you can look him up, Google him. He's just, uh, he is excellent. You will really enjoy, I'm just going to ask him a question, and we'll, we'll shoot him a question, and then he'll talk and talk and talk because the information just flows like a, like a uh, avalanche, like a, uh, you know, uh, like a waterfall. So he will he'll be great. So tune in next week also. This week, however, we got, uh, we got some great stuff going on. We got uh, some great stories for you. One, starting off, is a story from Larry Kudlow. He's my, probably my favorite economist of all time. And uh, this is a Fox News story. We'll get to that in just a second. Next segment, though, we're, gonna, we're going to um, talk about some things going on with the new governor in Virginia and how he's standing up to the LGBT issue down there, Yunkin, uh, big time. And uh, so there's things happening in public schools. There's a we'll t- we'll talk about the story in uh, also in the next segment. I think we'll get to it at some point about uh, look uh, a uh, a certain public school district. I forget where it is. Said okay, we give up if you want to wear uh, t-shirts that uh, talk about Satan. That's right, S A T A N. You can do that. We're giving up. Um, so things things are. Things are, are getting bad, but things are getting better in some areas, too, with guys like DeSantis, Governor of Florida, who's just very courageous against the LGBT and Marxism and, and the whole woke movement. And Yunkin is showing promise in Virginia, new governor there. Uh, but we need to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. Don't get discouraged. It's easy to get discouraged. Stand up for God. Speak up for the Lord. All right, so this is a uh, an article from Fox News. Um, let's get that timer going, Tim. I forgot about that. Okay. Uh, Larry Kudlow, commitment to America represents a complete reversal of Biden's radical woke experiment. So, uh, Mark Dowdy, you got your notes ready. I'm going to start reading here. You just chime in when you're ready. MAGA policies may be out, according to Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, and other Democrat, uh, every other Democrat who are spending hundreds of millions of dollars on negative campaign ads aimed at Republican candidates this summer. But according to a recent eye-opening poll, those very same policies are very much in as far as common sense Americans are concerned. Now, we don't usually do the R&D thing here on this show, but... I thought that this was very, very interesting, and I thought that our listeners, Mark Geller, would uh, would enjoy it. Hold on to your hats for this one. An ABC News Washington Post poll. These aren't conservative organizations. These are far-left organizations, but this is a poll from ABC News and Washington Post of registered voters. That's not likely voters. That is... Register voters. A, very, a better poll is likely voters, but this is even just register voters shows that Republicans are 21 points up against Democrats in battleground districts across the country. That's right, the article says, 21 points, and these aren't even likely voters. Like I said, they're 
registered voters. The likely voters would be even higher. They are registered voters, and many key pollsters think Republican voters don't even want to answer polling surveys because the FBI, or the KGB, you might call it, might take their cell phones away. Yeah. I, I know. It's... Uh it's, it's interesting that, that uh, Kudlow is actually coming out with some of the numbers which are not readily uh, reported for that very reason is because, uh, you know, many of the, post, the, the pollsters can manipulate the numbers just by the way they state questions. And so there's a lot of folks yeah. out there that are, that are leery about uh, answering, uh, responding to polls. But this one here is a very positive uh, uh, sign that uh, a change is coming uh you know it's interesting that uh, that uh, we've had ups and downs in in politics and even in the church for centuries and uh but in this present time i see the church in in general rising up in standing up uh you know a few years ago there was a uh, there was a couple different movements in America by by some uh, very well-known Christian organizations that just went all over the country and spoke about uh, our culture. And uh, the 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 uh, theme for one of them was simply stand up. Don't be. And the other one from another Christian organization was their uh, theme uh, uh, logo or slogan was "I am not ashamed." And uh, so people are standing up. We're seeing it is reflected in the t- in the poll numbers uh, among Christians a- as well as uh, conservatives. Not every conservative is a Christian, but many of them are. But we're seeing these numbers uh, now emerging, and uh, the the leftist progressives are not happy about it. Looking at just races rated at least somewhat competitive by ABC's 538 model. Voters favor GOP candidates 55 to 34 yeah. percent. Those are stunning numbers. Yeah. Uh, so this is a lot of this, Mark Dallow, you just you just uh, mentioned Christians are standing up and Christian parents mm-hmm. are standing up for their kids mm-hmm. and it's happening. And even, you know, even just parents who may not necessarily be uh, evangelical born-again Christians that are uh, th- during COVID, a lot of these dads started hearing about what was being taught in terms of the critical race theory of Marxism being taught in public schools across the nation, and they started hearing this, and uh, so they're they're showing up at boards of education meetings and so on and standing up against it. the uh, The article continues. Overall, by the way, the likely voter subheading showed a fifty one forty six Republican Democrat split. So. Uh, and here's the actual most important key message in this poll. The GOP is favored in three of the four issues rated most important by voters. What are those three issues, uh, three of the four? The economy, uh, education, inflation, and crime. The GOP is uh, strongly favored in these. On the economy, the GOP is plus 16. On inflation, the GOP is plus 19. On crime, they are plus 14. And uh, Democrats have a six, a plus six for education in schools, but the other three are strongly, uh, strongly uh, pro GOP. So, uh, like I said, we don't, 
we don't do the R and D thing on here uh, a lot because it's it, it it is can get messy. But these polls, these polls are are very very interesting. And look, the, the Republican Party is a repository of pro life, pro gun, pro God, and uh, right down right down the line. So anyway, that is a Fox poll. A Fox article by Larry Kudlow, who is I love Larry Kudlow. I love listening to him. He's always been economics. You know, tends to make my old eyes roll roll in the back of my head. But not when I hear Larry Kudlow, and it's been that way for probably thirty years. He is good. He's very good. So, all right. So that is the first segment. We started the clock late. How much How much time do you think we did before? We brought the clock out, Tim. Mark, you guys got a. I'm thinking ten minutes. Yeah, it was it it it, it was at ten minutes. All right, very good. So we'll be back in the next segment. We're going to talk about uh, <coughs> what's going on in Virginia with Yunkin standing up against the LGBT crowd and some things going on uh, elsewhere. But you're listening to the Voice of Truth Radio Show. I'm your host, Mike Azinger, with my guests, the Dollars, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Voice of Truth radio show. You're uh, listening to the only show in America where you'll experience the fusion of church and state. So we've got the state here. That's me, State Senator Mike Azinger, but Pastor Brian Leversey. The church part is in Israel on his way back as we speak. We uh, record on Wednesday morning. This is the 28th. He should be back tomorrow, the 29th in We'll hear all about his uh, his trip next week, I'm sure. But uh, for now, we're going to talk about a couple of important stories. Before I get to those, real quick, Sherathon next week starts next Monday. Yes. The what day? October third. October third. That'll go all week. Mm-hmm. So get your checkbooks ready, folks, and uh, help out to help out the station here. That'll be a real blessing. And we're also having as our special guest next week, Bill Federer, um, who has a number of books. I used to interview him in my on my show in Indiana. Uh, America's God and Country was a book that he that he published back in the '90s, and James Dobson heard about it and put put it on the radio and. Uh, he sold like 400,000 copies. I, I think I have that, but uh, America's God and Country? Yes. Yeah. So I have it, too, and I'll bring that in. But I've also got uh, – I, I was with Bill at uh, at a convention on the date, June 24, when Roe v. Wade was overturned, praise God. And uh, so I asked him, hey, come, up, come back on the show. I bought some books from him, had him, had him uh, sign all of them, and we're going to give a couple of those away. Uh, so, anything by Bill Federer is just really, really good stuff. All right, so here's a story from Virginia that is encouraging. We got some, we got some governors standing up. I mean, these governors <laughs> sending illegal aliens to Martha's Vineyard. How do you? How? Who thinks of that? DeSantis, I guess he's got uh, either he thought of it or his guys. What a brilliant stroke of genius and and abbott's doing it in texas also and the governor of arizona what's what's his name uh anyway the governor of arizona it'll it'll hit me but uh 
he's he's sending these these illegal aliens to all of these sanctuary cities. Hey, uh, put your money where your mouth is, sanctuary city. You said you'll take them, so take them. Well, you know, it's interesting that the uh, the uh, leftist uh, uh, progressives now in these uh, large cities have suddenly realized that there's a uh, a border crisis. You know, they've been, they've denied it for such a long time, yeah. but when they show them up show up in their neighborhood, uh, then it's uh, like we've got a problem here. It's like the a Facebook meme I saw that uh, DeSantis Airlines. We bring the border to you. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's a rock star. He's the best. He's not going to beat Trump. We want Trump, in my opinion, uh, for another term, and then DeSantis on deck. Um, so he's he's just he's doing what Republicans have have been conservatives, Christians have been wanting someone to do for for years. He's standing up to to the left, to the Marxists, to the LGBT radicals. And uh, uh, he's Trump-esque. He's, he's like Trump. All right, so here's uh, Yunkin, new governor of Virginia. An amazing victory he, he had down there. When was that, about a year ago or six months ago, eight months ago? But look what he's doing already. So, uh, a real quick aside, <clears throat> all, of those, uh, all of those founders' homes down there, like Mount Vernon, Washington's home, Monticello, yeah. Uh, Jefferson's, Montpelier, uh, Madison's home, and and all those Jamestown, Yorktown, all those museums down there are are going woke. <coughs> There's a a multimillionaire who actually I think hired Duncan. <coughs> sorry about that call. Who has tens of millions of dollars? Put them into all of these, and they're all they're all going woke. They're teaching wokeness at these places now. So. Have you ever have you ever visited Monticello in Virginia? I've been to I've been to all of them. I've oh. been to Mount Vernon I think three times. I've been to Monticello, Montpelier, which is uh, uh, I've been to Jamestown, Yorktown, wow. Williamsburg. Yeah. You can go you can go to Williamstown, uh, Jamestown, and York Williamsburg, Jamestown, and Yorktown. They're all real close together. There, all of them are fairly close proximity because yeah. it's early America, and that's where all the uh, that's where all the history happened, right in that little pocket yeah. of Virginia. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful country. Virginia is a beautiful place. So you can go to Richmond, where uh, visit the church there that uh, where Patrick Henry gave his famous "Give me liberty or give me death" speech. It's a beautiful church. I've been there too. It took the fa- I dragged the family when I was when I was when kids were young. Mark Deller, I would drag the the family through a uh, museum somewhere whenever we went south. And they would come kicking and screaming. Well, Kathy and I did the same thing when the kids were, you know. We went to Monticello. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mal, if you're you're going to go, here's my recommendation in terms of priority of visitation. Go to Mount Vernon. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Washington's home. Have you been to Mount Vernon? Uh, yeah, uh, several times. Several times. Okay, so you you you'll agree with me on this. The beautiful his beautiful home right there on the Potomac. Uh, 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 just a, a gorgeous place, and you can go a tour right through the house, and and you stop right at the bedroom where Washington died um, when he was mm-hmm. <laughs> bled to death by those brilliant doctors back then at the age of what sixty two, I think he was. Yeah. Um, but uh, so my, I don't know if you agree with this. My my recommendation is Mount Vernon, 
Monticello, because Jefferson and his house are, are just wonders of oh, architecture. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And, for example, he had uh, he built uh, dug out this huge ditch um, and covered it up at his house, and he would bring ice from what the Potomac, I guess, and he would store ice in there for yeah. the summer. But just all kinds of these these little uh, inventions that Jefferson was so brilliant. Uh, and then, okay, so see what you think about it. Mount Vernon. Uh, second, I would go to Monticello, Jefferson's house. Then, uh, J- J- uh, let's see, Jamestown. Never been there. Okay, Jamestown is, of course, the first permanent English-speaking settlement even before Plymouth, right. 1607. Um, I've never been to Plymouth, but uh, six, uh, Jamestown. Then Williamsburg, our first capital. Uh, then... Yorktown, where we where we defeated the British, and 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 it wasn't the last battle, but it was essentially the last battle of the Revolutionary War. So you can do all three of those at the same time, and Williamsburg, Jamestown, Yorktown, and then Montpelier, which is nice. It's a it's a it's a good visit. Beautiful house. It's Madison. Yeah. Um, but Mount Vernon has an incredible gift shop. Yeah. I can't resist. <laughs> I can't resist buying. Whatever at Mount Vernon gift shop. So anyway, so do you agree with those, or do you have your uh, other preferences? Yeah, I've never been to Mount Pelier, uh and uh, and or Jamestown. Been to Williamsburg uh, a couple of times. Uh, uh, Yorktown looks like it would be uh, a fun place to to be. Uh, it's a battlefield. Yeah. I mean, you go. You it, it, it's it's fun to. Eric Eric Ross and I went one time. Our mutual buddy, he took me. He said, "Come on, I want to go to Mount Vernon. You come with me." Okay, all right, I'll go. So that was like my first or second time to Mount Vernon, and we also did. You know him; he's like wants to see everything. So we went to Yorktown and Williamsburg. Of course, is just incredible. And uh, all right, so that's Virginia. Virginia is a beautiful state. I could live in Virginia. Um, I, I'm I'm sure there was probably some people, you know. Some of your opponents would probably wish you did live in Virginia. <laughs> There's many people that wish uh, I lived in Virginia. Youngkin ditches Democrat school transgender policy with parents' rights overhaul. This is what it's all about, guys. Parental rights. This is the battle. The leftist, Marxist, critical race theory, critical theory crowd wants to sever that relationship between the parent and the child. It's real. All right. This is Yunkin standing in the gap for the parents, the governor of, uh, of, of Virginia. And uh, listen to this. This is a Breitbart story. Virginia Governor Glenn Yunkin's Department of Education has replaced the Democrat-passed school transgender policy with one based on parents' rights. Is that scriptural or what? Is parental parental rights uh, scriptural? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, God God uh, gave the parents the the rights uh, to uh, uh, raise their children and, and to and, teach and from the very beginning. And yeah, He actually and, commands and, us to teach absolutely. our children. And to sever that relationship is uh, obviously not of God. It's it's anti God. While the prior policies passed under former Governor Ralph Nordham, who was a, a leftist. Allowed school districts to keep a student's turn the page here professed transgender identity secret from parents, 
as well as refer to that student by preferred pronouns. So Nordham, the governor Nordham, the previous to Yunkin, who's a leftist, said, "We're gonna if you want to if you want to transgender transfer your sex from one to another, which of course is a biological impossibility. If you want to do that, you can you can do that, and we're not gonna tell your folks about it, okay? And uh, they won't know about the uh, pronoun change and all that. So um, the Yunkin administration's new policies." require written parental consent for a school to start such a process. Now, schools should never be allowed to even have such a process, but this is a giant leap for parental rights because if something like this happens in terms of these kids transitioning, that has to have a parental consent now. The 2021 model, which is the old model under, uh, under the leftist governor, the 2021 model policies promoted a specific viewpoint aimed at achieving cultural and social transformation in schools, the new policy states. The 2021 model policies also disregarded the rights of parents and ignored other legal and constitutional principles that significantly impact how schools educate students, including transgender students. New policies under Yunkin also ensure that Nordham era policies, the old governor, shall have no further force and effect. New policies also ensure that Nordham, let's see, I just read that. The 2021 policies encourage schools to remove gender-based practices, like having homecoming kings. So the old policy said, look, no more homecoming kings and queens, and no more father-daughter dances, as well as promoting the creation of LGBT-oriented clubs, this is under the old guy, the leftist, and the ability for students to share the same restrooms, what an abomination that is, locker rooms and bedrooms with other students of the opposite sex. So, uh, here comes Yunkin, and he's changing all that, flipping it on its head, doing what's right. Um, So, the new policies, however, have parental consent it is paramount absolutely and you know it does go back to that idea of uh that we've been pushed uh as society and uh, and conservatives and these as as the church has been pushed and pushed and pushed till we are really uh, up against the wall now we don't have anywhere else to to go but to stand up and fight yeah and uh you know, uh, I know that the the uh, the progressive leftist progressives uh, want the the church and really our our society to uh, you know just go along to get along, and we've done that for a long time. We've tried to accomplish uh, to accommodate and even to you know their favorite word tolerance, uh, but we don't have anywhere else to go. We're up against the wall. We have to stand up and fight, and that's what these parents are doing. And even and, and praise the Lord for a, for a governor that's standing up. We have a few uh, that are sta- starting to stand up. But you know, it's interesting that whenever it doesn't take very many, but when you get a few people, uh, courage is attractive, and 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 other people see that, and then they'll 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 stand up also. So you know, uh, praise the Lord for for Governor Yunkin in Virginia as well as the the Santas and some of the others. Yes. All right. So. Uh, governor Yunkin, the new, new governor, his policy says parents have the right to make decisions with respect to their children. There's a 
There's a concept for you. Policies shall be drafted to safeguard parents' rights with respect to their child and to facilitate the exercise of those rights. The, the guiding principles section states, it also states that parents have the right to instill in and nurture values and beliefs for their own children. Yeah, no kidding. And that schools shall defer to parents to make the best decisions with respect to their children. It's amazing that you have to put that in code now, pass a bill to say that, but uh, that's the rea- the reality of the day. And here is Yunkin, governor of Virginia, um, pulling up, as my boys would say, <laughs> the term they use. He's pulling up. He's, uh, he's manning up. And thank the Lord, thank the Lord for that. So, uh, so what are we up against? So there's, uh, there's some, um, obviously, folks turn uh, that are paying attention at all are seeing things happening all around the country in the public school system, <coughs> and we have, you know, we have Christian school teachers in in these systems and, and good teachers <coughs> that are that are uh, also standing up. But it's, it's overwhelming. Look at this. This is from Blaze Media, which is Glenn Beck's group. Satanic group gets school district to drop roll banning clothes with satanic cultic references. Satanic group's leader exalts that school officials caved. That's what they do. They cave. So, a satanic group convinced the southeastern Pennsylvania school district to drop its dress code rule, banning clothing with satanic or cultic references. Tim, give that illustration you were talking about off air, because I think it's I think it's pertinent to this discussion oh, right now. Oh, um, oh, oh, was that the one about the biblical worldview? Yeah, so Frank Peretti. Okay, is, yes, it was uh, Frank Peretti back in the nineties. He did a speech, and it I believe you can find it on on on, the, on, on my YouTube, where he was talking about the different worldviews. And the first thing he had up on stage with him was, was, was a straight-legged chair, and he was describing this as this is, this is a biblical worldview. When you're sitting in this chair, you are looking forward, and and that you and 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 that worldview is focused right on God. And then he had next to him, it was, it was an office chair, one that a chair that will swivel. He described this as this is this is a world this is a secular worldview where when you, you are looking you are spinning around and you're looking in all different directions and you're pulling things from from just everywhere. Mm. That's and that that is exactly that's a mm-hmm. <laughs> simple little illustrations are, are that's what Jesus did. He mm-hmm. hey, look a widow lost her might she looked forward and found it. Um, so you have one chair where you can only look straight ahead, mm-hmm. and the other chair swivels round, 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 round. So in the 1960s, and probably long before that, back uh, you know, probably beginning of the 20th century, the the uh, uh, is where, where it began. And even you can even go back to Darwin in 1859 and uh, uh, Marxism and so on. But uh, but America just moved from that straight leg chair that looks straight ahead into the swivel chair. And um, we have moral relativism where we do what's right in our own eyes. We kind of grab this. This sounds good or this sounds good or this sounds good. There's no moral absolute. There's no standard of right and wrong. There's no universal truth, objective truth. We used to say, okay, the Bible is truth. 
and it's absolute. It's immutable. It doesn't change. It's universal. It's transcendent. There's, uh, but so uh, we we took the Bible and prayer out of school in 1962 and 1963. And here we have a school in southeastern Pennsylvania swiveling around in their chair. And they say, hey, how about, how about a satanic group? Let's just give in to that satanic group and let them come in. Yeah, uh, and that's where, that's where we've, uh, our society has degenerated to, where anything is tolerated, all under the, the, uh, uh, the guise of uh, tolerance. And, uh, you know, the new word, the, the, the word uh, out there now, the popular word for this that's been around for, as you know, forever is woke, uh, wokeism mm-hmm. or to being woke. I read, a, read an article here not too long ago. Uh, the, uh, the title caught my, uh, caught my eye, and it was the, the, the title of the, of the article was, Was Jesus Woke? <laughs> and and as I read the article, there was there was they actually described wokeism and uh, and it's uh, it, it described it with three A's. It's someone to be aware, to acknowledge, and to agree. Well, I mean those that's uh, that's the uh, the progressive left's credo is uh, to to be aware of the stuff and to acknowledge it, but then. Their their golden the golden ticket is for us to agree with it, yeah. and uh, we can't do that. So it's rooted in Marxism. Absolutely, and Karl Marx was uh, an avowed atheist, a hateful man, probably demon possessed. To uh, he and Engels write wrote the uh, Communist Manifesto and others, and and uh, changed the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, look, they're personally responsible uh, for over a hundred million deaths. And it's uh, he, you know, Marx was a, an evil man. And I was I'm reading a book on Marx called "The Devil and Karl Marx" by Paul Kangor. I have it sitting right here next to me. But uh, uh, a very interesting part about it was Engels was at one time searching for God. He had he would write about look I you know I hope I'm not lost. I want to. Find God, and there's quotes in the book about Engels when he was a young man searching for God, and then uh, guess what changed that? He met Karl Marx. Karl Marx, and he it, it, it was really strange. Before he met Marx, he had heard of Marx. Marx was legendary, um, and he wrote this poem about Marx and how he felt his pre- even before he met him he felt his presence he heard his footsteps it was it was devilish it was dark and Marx himself wrote poems to Satan Marx's uh, two daughters both died in suicide packs uh, his wife turned against God who was probably a fine lady and she ended up with Marx and and uh, uh, died without God, but um, very, very sad. But Marx was an evil man, and Marx is the root of all this critical race theory, critical theory, woke garbage that is infecting everywhere. I brought uh, just arbitrarily, I get these different things. If you're in the legislature, you get sent different magazines and so on. And uh, this one's the Council of State Governments from Kentucky. Uh, Justice for All. Justice for All is one of the headlines. 
And when you hear justice nowadays, it's not about the justice we grew up with. This is Marxism. This is equity. There's certain terms you start learning, and they're they're uh, they're all Marxist now. And this is one of the CSG Capital Ideas is the name of it, um, and it's it's woke. Whatever this place is. It's it's woke. Well, justice for all. That's uh, that's code language for this this modern day uh, wokeism. Mm-hmm. It is code. And, yeah. And you start the more you read about it, the more you can smell it from uh, ten miles away. It's everywhere. But uh, so you know, we, what's the answer? We, the answer is getting getting back to scripture, getting back to God. America needs to turn and return to the Lord. Well, you know, Governor Yunkin is, uh, you know, with his measures about returning uh, power back to the to the parents, which is a biblical st- standard. Uh, but uh, when you when you add this, what you said about Karl Marx, uh, how the or and and Frederick Engels, how Engels was searching for God, but then he uh, then he met up with uh, Karl Marx, who completely changed his, you know, in an opposite direction. You know, it tells me how important it is for parents of, uh, of uh, school-aged children in their home to be very aware of what their kids are being taught in schools uh, because you never know uh, uh, what, how that's going to affect them later in life. You know, it's interesting, and, uh, and Mike, I know you know this, is that Hillary Clinton, as a young lady, was started out as, uh, as a Goldwater Republican, and then she went away to college, and and became under the influence of some of these Marxist professors who completely changed mm. her mind, and 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 uh, she is you know today what she is as a result in some measure to what she how she changed in college. So you have to be careful out there. Amen to that. All right, so we got one more segment left, folks, and let me see what we're going to do. We're going to talk about a George Barna poll. Um, this will be interesting also. So I think we'll probably have time for one or two more uh, topics before we're done. And you're listening to the Voice of Truth radio show. I'm your host, State Senator Mike Azinger. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the Voice of Truth Radio Show. I'm your host, State Senator Mike Azinger. Pastor Leversey is on his way back from Israel, and we'll hear a lot about that next week. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear about it. You guys, Mark and Tim Dell, are my uh, A-team guests, uh, have been to Israel. Mm-hmm. and um, I've been once, and how many times have you been there? I've been there three times. Three times, man. So I'm really jealous. Pastor Leversey... Um, well, uh, so yeah, like I said, he'll be back. We'll get to hear about it. But we'll also have next week the, on the 3rd, Monday's the 3rd, at Sherathon. Don't forget about that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to raise some money for Praise FM Radio right here in the uh, lower level. Uh, we don't call it a basement because it's all nice down here. But uh, the lower level of uh, Fellowship Baptist Church, that's where we... That's where we broadcast, and we broadcast. This, this radio station's been here since the uh, the church was built. In I don't know how long ago. Well, because I didn't. I was a, lived out of state when. 
Well, it was in. Uh, we've been in this building since 2000. Well, late. It was about mid 2009. But the station was over in our in our old location. Oh, oh, it was there over there. Before. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, it was there. See, I lived in Indiana at the time, so I I didn't know that. It's been there since there is since their very early 2000s. Wow. So Pastor John Lance, mm-hmm. the, the former pastor here yep. for many years, uh, he brought the radio and TV both. Yep. I so wa- I want to say it started 2001, maybe because I was in high school when it when it started wow yeah. so uh praise fm's been on on the air for so there you go 20 21 years yep. broadcasting the gospel and and uh biblical truth in the middle Ohio valley for a long time and that's a worthy investment so Sherathon starts monday mm-hmm. and tim and chris truman yes. will be on the air for two hours every day yep yes uh, yes well from 1 p.m to 3 p.m so okay. you can tune you can tune in and listen and listen to Chris and I talk about whatever whatever we feel like. I think they should invite like. uh, uh, Reverend Deller and uh, uh, Senator Azinger on. Yeah, we yeah. could just crash it. Couldn't <laughs> we? You could. I mean, like if we bring donuts, yeah. you'll let us. If in. you come up to the building during that time, we'll put you on All the right. radio. Did you hear that, Mark? I, I did. Uh, I'll so have we to need f- to collude. I'm not so sure I want to be in the same room with uh, with uh, Chris Truman, but. <laughs> <laughs> He's a talented guy. He's good on the radio. Uh, so we appreciate his ministry. And uh, so we'll look forward to that, Tim. Mm-hmm. You and uh, Chris and uh, Pastor uh, Leversey will be uh, on and off the radio, too, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll have our show also. Uh, we're on Thursdays at 5, Saturdays at 3. We'll record next Wednesday. We're going to have Bill Federer, uh, who's a uh, long-time 30, 40 years uh, Christian historian, and many books he has. You may have heard he's, his uh, first book, or his first famous book, uh, America's God and Country, sold uh, initially 400000 I don't know, maybe twice that now. Who knows? I, I, uh, I was gifted. A friend of mine gave me that book when I turned 30, which was three years ago. I was a I was a joke. Yeah, it's 27 I know. I was, years I ago. There you guys were being polite. They're doing the math. Oh, in my head. We're not paying attention, and uh, that's a must read. It, it gives all the quotes of the founders and their Christian worldview, and we'll also uh, we'll also have a couple of books signed by Bill Federer that I bought from him at a conference in June um, that uh, we'll be giving away. They're signed copies, and we'll be giving those away. So tune in. Next week, just the whole week, folks. Tune mm-hmm. in to Praise FM. All right. George Barna, <coughs> Christian pollster, says most Americans blend beliefs together as, quote, unquote, customized worldview. That sounds about right. Nation uh, nation in crisis. George Barna, I've heard him speak at uh, Wall Builders Conference, Mark Dowler. Oh, yeah, David Barton. David Barton has him at the uh, Christian Legislators Conference, which are excellent. I like to go to those about every other year. Uh, Prominent evangelical pollster George Barna says that most Americans blend their beliefs to create a quote-unquote customized worldview. In other words, look, uh, this works for me. I'll believe this. That uh, is far from biblical as the country is in a spiritual crisis. It's in a mess. Uh, the founder of the Barna Group, who now leads the Cultural Research Center of Arizona Christian University, spoke at the Family 
Research uh, Council's Pray, Vote, Stand Summit. That's a good name. Last week, which would have been, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, uh, which is a Christian conservative voting rally held in Atlanta. Barna, who also serves as a Family Research Council senior fellow, told these those gathered that he believes one of the brilliant strat quote unquote one of the brilliant strategies of the evil one is luring people into believing that they can combine and adopt as many worldviews as they want. Well everybody has a worldview. Mm-hmm. It's the way that uh, we look at the world uh, and uh, there's a lot of competing forces out there to uh, uh, for our hearts and minds and uh, but how you look at the world, uh, is is the way that you make sense of it. Uh, there's a. Uh, it's been said many times. There's there's two different world, basic two different world views. There is the the Christian uh, biblical worldview. You you look at the world through the filter of God's word of of the Bible, or that you or the other uh, worldview is the secular worldview, which is a smorgasbord of of beliefs you know i'll take a a little bit of this i'll take a little bit of that and and combine it and and it's like you said it works for me so tim told this tim deller um told gave this illustration he got from frank peretti in the last segment and um basically just talked uh freddie had a chair up there on the stage Mm -hmm. one was just a chair you sit in can't move what's it would you call straight leg chair yes it doesn't move around and you can only look in one direction that would be the illustration of looking at god as your worldview. The other, next to that, Peretti put a swivel chair where you can turn and turn and turn and look wherever you want. And that is a secular um, mm-hmm. worldview where you just get whatever whatever feels good. Morals are relative. Just grab mm-hmm. out of the air whatever you want, uh, which is how we got Roe v. Wade, how we got uh, Obergefell, the, the uh, gay marriage thing, and, and so on, and on and on. Uh, so we... Uh, agree with Barna when he says, Barna, right here in the article, Barna warned that, quote, America is in is a nation in crisis because its citizens do not hold a biblical worldview and will instead add their own worldly ideas. He made it simple, guys. He just said, look, America is a nation in crisis. That's probably an understatement at this point. Because its citizens do not hold a biblical worldview. They have their own. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly what the the, the uh, scripture that you quoted in uh, one of the previous uh, segments about where it says in the book of Judges that every man or every person did that which was right in their own eyes. That's a that's a secular yeah. worldview. That's exactly right. That's how God God always puts it the best way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if you read Scripture, Lord have mercy. He's just I mean, God's a great writer. Exactly, <laughs> He created writers. Right? Yeah, he, he wrote the most popular book. It is the most uh, most sold, most read. Your worldview, uh, Barna says, is the filter that you use to see and understand and experience and respond to the world around you because your worldview enables you to make like you said, Mark Dowler, sense of the world. Um, everybody has one, like you said. Mm-hmm. You have to have one. Everybody, yeah. everybody has a belief system that uh, that they live by, and that gives them structure, or, or not. Right? Uh, uh, you want to be blessed and prosper and be happy, and 
stick with, believe what the Bible says. Believe what God says in his word. He wants us to be happy and to say, that's why he gives us the Bible. That's what the Ten Commandments were. Look, live this way and you, I can bless you if you do that. I'll, you know, I'll give you, uh, I'll give you uh, uh, kids and, and uh, prosperity and, and your life will be good. Well, the but world would if you be don't, a whole, it's not going to be good. The world would be a whole lot better place if we just followed those ten simple rules. Mm-hmm. Just those ten. It yeah. would be. Uh, it would transform the world. The world would be. You know, obviously we have, we have uh, a fallen nature, and that won't get fixed until Jesus comes. But uh, America has always been founded. Um, has always was founded on the Word of God, and our laws came from God. And we'll talk about that next week with Bill Federer. I, I preached in the local church. Uh, a month or so ago, and I used one of uh, Federer's books, and I just I just explained to the folks where our laws came from. They came from Scripture. Uh, all 13 colonies used Scripture, used the Pentateuch, the Ten Commandments, used uh, the uh, the first five books of the Bible and the Decalogue, the, uh, the Ten Commandments, for our law. That's where they come, and they have to come from there. And I said, when I was preaching, I said, look, uh, law comes from God's heart or man's heart. You do not want to live in a country where the ruler, uh, where the laws come from the heart of man. You don't want to live there. Ask ask the, the, uh, the people that spent years in the gulags of Soviet Russia that were uh, put there by communists who who uh, wrote the laws out of their own ungodly hearts. All right, guys, we're out of time. Thanks for coming on. Did you have a closing statement? We have uh, 57, six seconds. Okay, good deal. Thanks for coming on. That was a good show. We had talked a lot about a lot of, uh, about a lot of great stuff. And we have the uh, share mm-hmm. next week, Praise FM 103.9 share Call in or stop by, give some uh, give some money for the radio station. Tim Dowler will be on all week with mm-hmm. uh, Chris Truman. And Mark Dowler and I might stop. We, we might yeah. stop in if we can get past security. Uh, yeah. I think we create a diversion and slip in and, the back. And crash the party. All right. You're listening to the Voice of Truth radio show. Thanks for tuning in. Brian Leversey, the pastor, uh, will be back next week. And uh, uh, we'll look forward to that. Have a great day, folks. God bless you. I will choose to-